Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. You know how you hear from time to time the phrase that all men are created equal? Yes. And while that's true, not all podcasts are. That and, is true. And not all podcasters are created equal. Some are head and shoulders above the rest. They're yep. a little more entertaining. They're a little more knowledgeable, a little smarter. Yep. A little bit all the above. Full of wisdom. Wisdom. Wrapped into one, we have from the Great Divide, Alan Jacoby. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. What a great introduction. <laughs> it is. But truly, I mean, well, you are a man of wisdom, and you're a man of common sense. And uh, I think right now, both of those are very necessary. I try. I try. A lot of people will disagree with you if you look at my social media when they come after me. But, you know, I, I do try to have a level head on all the issues out there and not— Give a knee jerk reaction, and I try to look at the big picture on 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 every issue. And so I, important, and I think that's so important today. You know, we got to learn how to think outside of what we're told to do, and that's for mm-hmm. conservatives as much as 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 anyone else. Because it's it's easy, like oh well, someone said this, this is true, and we, we have to own our own. Let's just say faith. Yeah. You know, that's a category. You can't, well, my pastor said this, and mm-hmm. this is true. Well, you might want to work out your own faith individually. You might want to get your own it's financial true. advice. You know, you might want to get your own medical opinion and do your own research. You know, well, my doctor said, take that, you know, no. We've learned a lot over the last year and a half. In we're, that we're in a season in every area of importance. People need to own their own research, mm-hmm. own their own process, and take personal responsibility for what they're getting. And that's really what you model in a great way. You can you can look at any situation and say, okay, what's really going on here? There's more than one side to every Rubik's Cube, and you, you kind of tend to see a, a, several at once. I try to tell everybody, like you mentioned, do your own research. Mm-hmm. Question everything. Question everything I say on my show. Question yep. everything that you say on That's your right. show. Do your own research. There's so much information out there, different search engines, different news media outlets. I watch mainstream media and I watch, you know, real news too. And I come to the conclude my own conclusions. And I often lead with believe nothing of what you see and half of what you hear, and then come to your own again, conclusions and senses. That's really good. Talking about researching some things, and things have come out today. We saw it in the Gateway Pundit. We have seen it on Instagram as well about Michigan already calling uh, the primary when they still have, what is it, like a, I don't know, a week or something until it actually comes out, uh, which is kind of interesting. So there was a serious question remaining around the Michigan news um, that they actually had called it. What's your thought on that? And, uh, and where is it now? So I saw it on the Gateway Pundit, and it looked like they had called all of the Republican primaries. The primary isn't until seven days from now. Uh, and it showed, obviously, um, Tudor Dixon, who, uh, you know, is a rhino, not a Trump fan, and some mm-hmm. others that won big in their primaries. Well, we shouldn't have any results because the election didn't happen yet. Right. Now, I, I believe it's News Channel 3 in Michigan. They had come and said that they had an affiliate that was testing their election result process for, I guess, the night of the election to, to test it, which is great. But why was it published? All right. I'll I'll give them maybe a little bit of the benefit of the doubt that um, it was done on accident. Mm-hmm. But the problem is it was published. They took it down. But a lot of enough people saw it for it to make other news outlets. Yep. So it makes you wonder, you know, uh, yes, it's just an algorithm of, of say, like a spreadsheet, and they threw numbers in to see if it worked. Okay, but where else can they manipulate those numbers? And will this story being published tend, could it 
have ramifications to influence the results of the Republican primary. Right. In seven it puts, days. It puts I don't their know. thumb on the unnecessarily places their thumb on the scale. Yes. Yeah. And I'm not saying this is real news. I'm not saying that this is fake news. This is news out there. This is the perfect example of something that everyone should look at and be aware mm-hmm. of and to question and do their own research. I would hope it's just a mistake and that it's not going to influence any type. But now that we have these screenshots of these so-called results before the election even happened, it will be interesting to see what the real results are. So I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on the on that primary now. You know, this is a post just from a couple of days ago. Uh, July 21st, they're at least aware of the fact there's a lack of confidence in our election process. I mean, this is what they're 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 putting it's out news there. Channel three. Why would they, you know, throw any kind of gas on a fire that's already, you know, all, already looks like it's got, it's got some smoke coming out of it? If you're, if you're listening on, if you're on Apple question. or Podbean or one of the audio only uh, sources, this is uh, it's a uh, a Facebook post by News Channel three mm-hmm. in Michigan, and then the, it shows a couple of people at a voting booth. But the the headline is. A recent poll shows the majority of Americans lack confidence in our election process. Mm-hmm. So next week, uh, we're going to we're going <laughs> to shoot ourselves in the foot and, 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 and increase that a little bit. That is so I did that last part myself, but it's insinuated. That is true. Very, very fascinating. Well, let's well, move I mean, on. I mean, drill it one more thing on this. Can you okay. just comment when people see something? What, what's the steps you would go through? You see that headline. People see headlines every day. You see them on CNN and Fox and Breitbart and whatever. What, what's your step? What do they do next to be a, a, a mature, intelligent adult? Mm-hmm. Uh, what would, what do they do? What's the next step when you see something well, like that? I mean, for me, I want to see what the mainstream media is doing. Uh, just the same as I want to see what Breitbart's doing or the gateway pundit or the Epic times. And then I want to talk to people mm-hmm. like in my case as a podcaster, I like to talk to other podcasters and I talk to many in, in an independent chat group. Oh, what do they have on it? What do we mm-hmm. see? Is it something worth talking about? And then people that aren't in the podcast industry are uh, just regular American voters to see if they care enough about it. Well, what do you think about this? People I know. I think everyone should be trolling the Internet, yeah. looking for information and just and speaking with people and listening to other podcasts. So I tell everybody it's very important to support decentralized media like your show, my show, a lot of shows like our shows. We're not the news but we're just regular Americans that are absorbing it all, maybe more than the average American and yep. speaking about it in the hopes that it'll make people form their own system and way to research information. Mm-hmm. That's, That's really good. good. Well, and, you, and you obviously know what you're talking about. You got the ear of people like Roger Stone yep. and you're regularly on, on, on his show. Um, like even hosting his even show. Even hosted Roger mm-hmm. Stone's show for him. And that, that guy's been around since, you know. He's influenced every yeah. every every election in our lifetime, and, and it consulted with people. So uh, that's a, it's a big deal. Pretty, pretty it's an honor for me. I me oh. and John, we, we we we've met we've met each other several times. We we became acquainted a little over a year ago. He came on my show. I never thought I'd be able to get Roger Stone on my show. I did. We hit it off. We speak a lot a few times a week. And he's a wealth of knowledge. And at times he's very controversial. Of course, I don't agree with everything that Roger Stone says. Sure. We don't, but. He is an amazing person to talk to, even off the air, because he has amazing information that you will not get anywhere else. As far as politics go and how the system works, there's nobody better. He's an American treasure when it comes to political strategy, hands down, no matter what. I've married Stacey for 30 years, known her since we were 14, committed the rest of my life to her. I don't agree with everything she says. (laughs) 
<laughs> You're in trouble, David. You're in a trouble. Lot, now. A, a lot. But, but, but there's some fake news that comes out of there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. He'll look at me like, what? what? Are you sure about that? Especially when she's talking about me. I did pick up my stuff. What are you talking yeah, about? Uh-huh. Those aren't my dishes. <laughs> fake news. All right. Let's, let's move on because I want to talk to you about this rally that happened in Arizona. You had Trump and Pence, not very far from each other, having rallies on the same night last Friday. What's your thought on that? We have some pictures of it as well, like numbers-wise, what that looked like. This is the Trump rally with Carrie yeah. Lake, supporting Carrie Lake, when Pence was supporting Karen Robson. What's your thought on that? What, that's the that's the Pence what, rally there. What's the move there? Kind of go back to the Rubik's Cube again. Kind of talk to us about it. It's red, it's yellow, it's blue, it's white. Why would Pence do that. What's the upside for him? It had to have killed this candidate, you know, for the 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 graphics. The optics are yeah. terrible. What? Break this down for us. I don't see an upside. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know Pence he- was uh, attended a rally or held a rally in Arizona until you told me off air. That's how much I guess how unpopular it was. And I I try to follow where rallies are. Uh, I I don't even know who he was rallying for. I don't you know. Carrie Lake is a, is a is a, a huge a force to be reckoned with. And we know Donald Trump has heavily endorsed her. And let's face it, you're not going to beat a Trump rally. You can, you can offer, you know, you can give out hundred dollar bills and they're still going to go to the Trump rally and pay to go to it. If, if you ask me, it was the crowd at the Trump rally again, was energized. It was electrifying. And it's again, hard, <laughs> hard to believe that the uh, current president got 81 million votes, but that's a whole other show. As far as, as Mike Pence, uh, you know, I'm sure it, it's that candidate was was happy he was there. But as you can see in the in the crowds, the the I think it hurt that candidate. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned it. Who was Pence there for again? Her, her name is Karen Robson. Her husband is a billionaire. And the interesting thing is, is Fox News like Hannity and some uh, who else? Well, uh, somebody else has a had few. her on several yeah. times. Oh, Brett Baer has had her on several times. Uh, this candidate. And they're like, they're kind of like really pushing for her, which is interesting. But when you come against Carrie Lake, I mean, Mm. how could you even be a competition? Yeah, I don't I don't see any competition for Carrie Lake right now. And, you know, people are going to run their campaigns a certain way. But I don't think it was smart strategy wise on the same day to have Mike Pence having a rally for you when you're when you uh, for one of your opponents, <laughs> I, it just doesn't make sense. And I, I don't think it's going to end well. Maybe we'll, they should have waited a week. No kidding. But it, it's to do it that same night. It's almost like, you know, it's like being five and challenging like your older brother who's in high school to a fight. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. That's just it's it's not going to work out no. well for you. His best move, if he's going to try to run and I'd like to get your opinion on that with Pence. What? Why? You know, I mean, like de Blasio, I didn't know till the other day, uh, 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 Brianna Morello uh, brought up to us um, that de Blasio was running for Senate and recently just ended his campaign. I'm like, he was running. That's in your own backyard. But he had some money to spend, I guess. And he he could do some fundraising and pay off some debt. And that was kind of the strategy, I think, with it was like, okay, there's, you know, the the campaign finance Mm -hmm. stuff is kind of kind of weird. So, you know, would, would Pence run for that reason? What? There's no way realistically anybody would think he'd have a chance to run for either party. I'd like to walk in the minds of some of these people that decide to run for office. You know, de Blasio, I believe he was running for a congressional seat because they redrew the lines and he's in heavy debt. I believe I don't know if he moved yet, but he was living in a hotel for like six hundred dollars a night. Him and his wife since he left office, but claim they had no money except for all the money that they stole from the city. But as far as Mike Pence goes, listen. 
He's going to run for president. Unfortunately, you still have Republicans and conservatives out there that see him as a good guy. Uh, He certified the election. And, uh, you know, then, of of course, there's a lot more people that are upset with that and call him a traitor. I think that he's going to run. And once they get into the heavy duty politics of it and uh, uh, debates during the campaign, if Donald Trump does decide to run, which I think we all know he will, I think Mike Pence and his people are going to attack Donald Trump for January 6th and try to make Mike Pence as the savior of January 6th, as far as the certifying of the election, and Donald Trump, the villain of accusing him again of the big lie. And I think you're going to see a lot of programming of Mike Pence that is not necessarily Mike Pence's thinking, mm. you know, how, how mm. typically that goes in, 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 big, in big campaigns. Uh, I don't think Mike Pence has a chance at the Republican nomination. No. I think, uh, you know, He'll, he's uh, paying in the wind, as they say. But um, yeah, it, it's just, it's going to be hard up to watch. Wind. Yeah, upwind, upwind, yeah. Up yeah. <laughs> Into it, the wind. <laughs> into the, it, it's it's going to be hard to watch because I really have a feeling that he there's going to be a lot of speaking points with Mike Pence that I don't believe truly are going to come out of Mike Pence. That's a good point. And it's point. just, I, I don't see it. And he's, he doesn't have a chance. He <laughs> should... He should find a, uh, a, I don't, I don't know what he should find. They should just put him somewhere and make him happy because I don't, I don't see him ever becoming uh, president. Well, as, but, as was, a but some of these guys, you see Mitt Romney or Adam Kissinger mm-hmm. and these different characters, uh, obviously Liz Cheney, they, they, I think they, they feel the warm sunshine of the leftist media maybe, and it feels good. Maybe they can like lizard laying on a rock. It kind of feels nice to feel the sun. You know, they're used to being a Republican and fighting the media. So it's like, they feel like there's maybe some natural occurring energy to it. And then I think they walk out on this plank and there's nobody on the left with them. Yep. And there's nobody on the right with them. True. And they just sort of walk on this plank on their own. And then they just kind of like just push, push them off the edge. Mm-hmm. Like, like Roy yeah. Blunt here in Missouri, you know, you know, it's kind of his, their, their little swan song tends to be such a bad moment. Maybe they're looking for uh, contracting deals or a book deal or, or to get on the board of, of Starbucks or something. You know, I don't, I don't right. know what makes them do the things they do, but it's mm-hmm. very odd. You know, unfortunately, if you have enough people in your circle, if you're going to, do whether it's running for politics or a project, you have enough people telling you that, oh, you can do it, you can do it, and here's why, and maybe they have their all their their own ulterior motives, which is usually the case. Then part of you wants to believe that, yeah, I can do this. Like Mike Pence, I can. I was vice president. I can. I can run for president. People saw me as the 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 one who did the right thing by certifying the election, especially the the left. So if I could get past the primary, I could have a lot of support from the left to become president, but I don't see him getting through a primary. I got one more thing. I know we got to let you go, but my last question, I have to bring it up. So rumors been going around about Trump and DeSantis uh, running for president and vice president. Now it did come out um, Alex Jones was interviewing an attorney that was talking about the possibility of that. What are your thoughts? Would that happen? Could that happen? And that would that actually be beneficial? Well, I don't think it'll be beneficial for either of them if it was a Trump DeSantis ticket, because they're both home states are Florida. You can't be from the same state and be on the same ticket as president and vice president. You would have to forfeit the electoral college uh, votes mm-hmm. from from Florida, which you can't afford to do running for president, especially now. You need Florida to win. So 
it wouldn't work politically and mathematically. And I also um, don't see Donald Trump moving his home state back to New York because that would not financially benefit him tax wise. He would get killed. I think one of the big reasons he moved to Florida. So it, it, it just it, it doesn't work uh, either way you slice it, in my opinion, in the way I, I'm, I'm looking at the strategy. It just can't happen. You need Florida to win and you just it's you cannot be on the same ticket. And a lot of people don't understand that. As a matter of fact, I learned that from Roger Stone when he explained it to me. So it, it's something that you have to take into consideration. And, and my feeling with Ron DeSantis is, and I, I get a lot of pushback on this, Florida is not a red state. It is a purple state. Ron DeSantis would not be governor of Florida if it wasn't for Donald Trump. And he needs to hold the red line in Florida, run for reelection for governor and stay there to finish the job. If Donald Trump runs for president in 2024 and he wins the primary and he wins the presidency, they can they can make way for Ron DeSantis in 2028 and at the same time working a solid strategy to protect Florida. Because in my opinion, Florida is not protected. If Ron DeSantis decides to run for president and and it just I could see possibly a Democratic governor slipping in. And I don't want to hear the excuse people of saying to me, well, Republican voter registrations are outpacing Democrats in Florida, a hundred thousand. Well, a hundred thousand isn't enough. I hope that number grows. I still stand hard that Florida is a purple state. So anything can happen. Well, you know, uh, there, I'm sure there's ways around the the law, the state thing. Maybe there is, maybe they're not. If anybody has multiple addresses they could use, I think, you know, Donald Trump could find a, a thing. I don't know how long that has to be and, and all the technicalities of it, but just let's just say you could wave a magic wand to make that go away. Um I don't see that being advantageous for mm. either one of them to have two big chefs in the same kitchen, Agree. like nope. you were saying. I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that would be a winning move for either of them. And, and it, it wouldn't be good for Florida. I agree. He only won by thirty thousand. Yeah, he only won by thirty thousand votes good. to a guy that's about to go to prison. Yeah, yeah. Florida Virginia. needs Ron DeSantis. He they needs do. Ron. They need Ron DeSantis to stay. That's and you that's got totally and, and, and another thing with Florida. You got you know all these you know New Yorkers and people from from blue states moving there in droves. Yep. Well, they might like the benefits of Florida, but it doesn't seem to connect in their the the mechanisms of their mind mm-hmm. to change yeah, you the hope way that they vote moving. when they get there. Yes, yes, yeah. You, you know, you're hoping so, that they're moving to Florida, and because they're tired of of the of the blue state yep. policies, and they want to enjoy the red state policies, and hopefully vote that way. But you you can't count on that. That's you true. Can't no, count on that. No, 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 you can't. You can't. So it might be more purple than it was two years ago. So That's so true. You can go. Either way, I want to put out one last thing. You have two incredible paintings behind there. You mentioned the name of the artist when we were getting in because I commented you're actually as, as handsome as your painting, uh, which which a lot of people don't live up to. It's kind of like a it's like, it's like a photo on a dating site. You know, sometimes you see the painting and it's so much better. I think I'm uh, more handsome this in the painting. This doesn't look like the picture. But uh, but it, and also it's, it's kind of a gangster move to have Washington on one side and you on the other. That's but, really cool. But both of those are by by a gal on Instagram. So painted treasures by Chelsea. Uh, That's really we'll good. We'll give a shout out there because it's incredible work. I went to her Instagram. Mm-hmm. You see her making these paintings live on the spot. Unbelievable. Very we got a talented. lot of talent in the Patriot movement. Painted Treasures by Chelsea.com, uh, where you can go and uh, maybe ca- maybe people yeah. can commission a painting themselves. Maybe I can get her to paint a picture of you. Ah, that'd be cool. That would be what a deal. What a deal. And you can go to thegreatdivide1776.com, thegreatdivide1776.com to follow Alan. Alan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. 
Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what are you going to do about your finances? If you went back to 1920 and you had a $20 bill and you had one ounce of gold, you could go into a men's clothing store and you could buy an entire suit, the jacket, shoes, pants, wow. belt, everything. Today, what would that $20 bill buy you? It wouldn't, you couldn't buy a handkerchief for the $20 bill, but that one ounce of gold would still buy you, even today, it would buy you an entire men's suit, shoes, belt, pants, jacket, everything. That's the difference. But today, that change is happening faster than ever. And we know a guy by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott that we've known for over 25 years. He has two PhDs. This is who we're actually using. This is who our friends and family are using. And he's a guy we trust completely. And in today's era, you need somebody you trust. So go to flyovergold.com and learn how to protect yourself against an inflating dollar. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.